This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, I give my thoughts on the newly released Ghost of Shishima and why I opted out to play it. Plus, Nintendo and LEGO once again pay homage to one of their latest forms of nostalgia. Then, in our final stage review, I check out the anime edgy cult series Shinran Kagura Burst Renewal for the PlayStation 4 and ask, this actually made it in America in 2018? All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. and welcome to the 200th episode of select start i'm your host xavier josiah hope everybody's having somewhat of a great week this week and 200 episodes of select start my goodness let me think when we first started about five years ago and as we started moving on the first year and a half we started making waves on this show and we actually got nominated for an award here in philadelphia for it and that was due to a lot of the quality of the show and the fact that we were able to get guests uh in the various industries that we cover and down the line and i mentioned this before um definitely just recently mentioned this on my acmg facebook group that i produced and if anybody has ever followed this from day one i know we got a lot of a lot of great listeners and new listeners out there that has uh, just recently come in, but um, five years ago, we actually did five actual shows. Uh, one that was covering comic books, the other one was covering the comic book TV shows. Um, we also, then later on, I, we had one doing bad movies just for the hell of it. Um, and then, and that's including the exclusive uh, episodes that we have as well. But we also then had this show, and out of all of them, this one stayed because one i was you know taking care of that and and, you know show running that as i was pretty much show running all of the shows but they were hosted by the uh former co-host of this show and they died down i was still playing games and i'm still a huge gamer so i decided to keep this up as well uh i do miss doing those other shows but you know we are here and it's lasted to 200 episodes now granted combined with the original the other episodes the prime shows that i do on sunday it's now possibly in the possibly in the 500 600 range of shows combined all together and that's not including the 40 or 50 now i've really got to count those uh interviews that i've done with guests on that's been on the show so it's a lot um it's awesome i am absolutely happy that i've managed to get this far and then within this journey i've done some great things through this venture so i mean it's awesome i am happy about this i am so thrilled that 
this is the 200th episode. So thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to everybody who backed us up. Thank you to all of the ga- uh, game developing guests that I've had on here from way forward and um, oh, you name it, Trinket Studios and uh, the Gentle Brothers and um, my goodness, uh, who else? Just recently, Matt Bozen as well from way forward. Um, Retrosoft uh, g- uh, Games or um, was on here as well. I mean, to do exclusive so uh ben paquette for streets of rage 4 you know thank those guys you know for making this what it is and helping out and really supporting this as well and thank all of you as well so we have some news to talk about we actually more got some discussions to talk about this episode because you know i mean there's news that we're going to cover but i wanted to cover thoroughly this stuff I, I'm, tr- I'm gonna do this without trying to stretch it out for so long because our review and there's a reason there's a there's a method to my madness and people are thinking like why didn't ghost of shishima is out today why didn't i <laughs> review this and why am i reviewing a game that's two years old uh and it's based on something not as of quality not a triple a title there's a method to my madness and that it has a lot to do with this sunday's episode of uh, talk time live which is going to cover anime and i have a guest on that show that will be on the show and i'll talk about that at the end um but there's a method to why i've decided to do this and it's gonna segue its way into sunday as well so i decided to do it this way but not only that ghost of shishima which is out that uh came out this week and it is getting a lot of great reviews out there from many uh outlets out there well not many but not all and it, it but here's the thing there is a lot of great reviews but there's some that's given it good reviews um and we'll talk about that more but is none of them none of them that are saying it is bad it is a bad game however just because a game gets a high rating all the time doesn't mean that I'm going to jump on it because one, unlike other uh, podcasts who actually gets free copies and stuff like that, I opt out to a lot of times buy it myself so I can, you know, get the actual feeling of being able to be pissed off if I paid as much money on stuff. And you know, truth be told, I don't have that type of bank. Nobody has a type of bank these days unless they're, everybody's getting free copies or something out of the blue. Um, but I also fear, I also fear that a lot of times that, and, and, and of course there's there's integrity that has followed it. And, and there's always been talk about integrity when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but I just feel right now, I can easily try to reach out and try to grab a free copy or something. The only one free copy I've ever gotten was recently with Matt Bozen. And what was interesting about that was that one, I did, you know, thanked him for it as well. But the other thing is that I knew that I was going to like this game because I've watched, I played all of the Shanti games. So, and if it it wasn't, I would have talked about it. I would have absolutely talked about it. Just like I will with retro soft um, games when they come out with um, Retromania Wrestling. Because although I've come uh, to know Matt, uh, Mike uh, Herman, I will give it to him straight. I will not pull punches on this. Um, He's he's a really cool dude and he's done some really cool stuff uh, for me. And like regardless, 
I'm not pulling any punches. I want this wrestling game to be good, and I am hoping that it will be good. I, I it, honestly, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be a perfect wrestling game at all. But I think that it's going to absolutely be some of the best. I think it's it's, it's in the makings to become a very fun game, and I've already played the demo before, so we'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. I'm crossing my fingers on that, but. My, uh, Mike, thank you as always for your support and everything and what you've done. And I, I'm looking forward to playing that game when it finally uh, gets out. I've, you know, I've been watching the blogs and all the stuff. If you're a wrestling fan, go out of your way to check it out. He's keeping people posted every single week with something new. And um, check out the Warhorse Arena. That thing, that thing's awesome. It looks awesome. So, but I digress. I opted out from buying Ghost of Shishima because, like. Here's the thing. When it comes to gaming, I have to really, really be hyped for it. And I'm not going to buy every game just for the sake of buying games, just for the sake so I can post it on social media to say I got this in and share with other gamers online just to be a part of the crowd. No, I have to really, really dig this game. And I'm not a person that just that is superficial when it comes to gaming uh, in a sense that I'm not just going to by the first game that just looks phenomenal and, and stuff like that because it can look great it can look stunning but the story can suck and also the gameplay can suck now lucky luckily for this the gameplay is said to be awesome and for what i watched a video i watched live video footage of this like for like hours on end looking at this and it looks absolutely fun it, it plays off of the batman arkham asylum style and i dig that um so that is awesome but at the same time the story narrative and character development needs to rock and even the story and the premise like if you don't hit me from the jump i'm not gonna jump back you know i that's just the thing like i've had great experiences with games like spider-man ps4 witcher uh three uh on a switch um but no more that i had more fun this year than what i had with final fantasy 7 remake um which from everything from visual design character design music score open world experience uh it was nothing short of enchanting i mean just my goodness I can't even it's it's almost unspeakable of what I of the experience I had. And I don't think that after watching Ghost of Tsushima, the live feed and watching some uh, the gameplay of it, I didn't get that same vibe. And I didn't get that same vibe when I saw the trailer way back in uh, E3 or such or whatever or, or whatever uh, when it, uh, it first premiered. I never got that. It, it is visually stunning. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, what was it about? Why am I getting into this? You know, when I first saw the trailer and the promos, in fact, uh, for the game, I dug that it was based on feudal Japan. I, I, I am a fan of feudal, uh, Japan games and period pieces like that. And the graphics just look stunning. I, one can also say that there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful models online that look study, but do they have substance? <laughs> you know, all the, are, are, are they, are they just vague and there's nothing to it after other than their looks? Is there anything? Do they, do they have a, a, 
sense of personality, you know, what do they do aside from just posing online and looking great? I look at the same thing for video games as that, you know? And when I looked at this, it's like, apart from that, there was nothing enticing other than the gorgeous photorealistic look of it that, in fact, once you actually start to look into the game, it's not really that appealing or groundbreaking uh, and, and, and because the movement, the mouth movements and some of the animations and framework doesn't feel natural when I watched it. Um, so that was uh, that was not enticing to me at all for that. Um, I never got the, the vibe uh, that something other than the graphics and art style was appealing on this game. I guess it did remind me of the days of Unimusha. You know, or even Witcher Three, and and a part of me wanted to reminisce a bit of the, the Unimusha days, especially. Um, I think the other thing too is that the teaser and promos never really explained what the story was about, and sometimes you can just get an idea of what you're going to be doing. But it's like, okay, this is just feudal Japan, and this is a samurai. What else is going on here? <laughs> and it's like i'm not just gonna fall for the fact that this is a beautiful looking game because guess what there are tons of beautiful looking games on a playstation 4 or on an xbox one on steam you know there are plenty of different games out there that looks great but do they have any substance in, uh aside from that um that was my thing normally you know normally i would uh, you know you would get a promo and there's a bit of a thesis in the game that tell kind of tells you what it's about and i even looked online to see what it's about and once i when i found out the plot i was a bit underwhelmed so it's like all right i wasn't eh, i'm not even i'm not even for it while i do like games with feudal japan settings this one did not really excite me on a sense that um it might be because i was hoping for something where the premise in characters had a bit of mysticism chakra or spiritual energy involved or where it was like kind of un like realistic i mean unrealistic where it was kind of a fantasy base and i I'm, i love fantasy based games so it has really nothing to do in, um in terms of what i you know of, of it not being good because it's just i like a particular form of gaming i like gaming that just so far removed from reality well not entirely but it, i mean you could have some reality to it but like just ha like spider-man is a little is has some bits of reality you know realistic uh features in there but also you know it's a dude you know swinging in the, uh, the city and climbing on walls you know uh whereas final fantasy um seven uh, is pretty much a whole new world with a whole different type of fantasy and, and such. Witcher three again, I'll give that ref uh, that example is kind of based on an era, but also has a lot of fantasy elements in there as well. So that is what I kind of look for. I, I, I like I like stuff like that. So that's just more of a personal preference on that standpoint. Um, you know, also you know hope that it ha you know for every great protagonist there has to be a great antagonist and there was nothing there that told me of anybody that i should look for like who's the best antagonist of the year in gaming right now you know one can say zephyroth right now is making a comeback on that um you know it, it and i didn't see that in here so it was like all right what are you doing this for what are you going for um 
so I was a bit like turned off on that and you know I wanted him to be magical or hellish and power be like a powerful threat but nope the game is while fictional is focused on you know a realistic timeline where it holds a realistic setting you know uh so i mean which is all which is great which is great and i dig that but also unimusha did too but it, it went so far beyond uh you know fantasy it was awesome <laughs> um i also wanted to you know point out that the character in the game didn't excite me much either when i watched live footage uh a lot of a lot of them didn't stand out to me especially uh the main character you play it really just it 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 just didn't he didn't seem exciting there was nothing that stood out or charismatic about him at all um like i said i like the batman arkham asylum um style of gameplay I, which i felt like it was the heart of the game um i will give another nod to the variety of clothing and weapons and the rpg elements that they had in the game which was pretty cool you uh that you you'll have to the clothing and the weapons that you have to gain on your journey i thought it was beautiful and authentic i love the sword selections and stuff that i did us all and um the sword collection that you will get along the way looked awesome there's a lot of great uh swords that he is gonna have uh the other thing about this game that i thought was interesting is that you have to upgrade your um upgrade your love and level up as you travel deeper into the adventure as your enemies will be more of a challenge and your weapons need to be way more powerful than they were the last you know during the last you know mission or whatever or quest that you uh go through so i like that legit that logic to it because a lot of times there are some games that you can you have all these assortments of weapons and uh equipment and attachments or whatever like that and it doesn't matter what you get because you could go through one situation the entire way um daemon x uh, machina is a great example of that because that you know they had some great artillery there but like i for the most part throughout the whole entire game i used virtually the same stuff and i had to force myself out to try something different in there as well but i basically went through the entire game with just the same weapon throughout the whole thing so it didn't really engage me as much on that standpoint but it looks like they did that and corrected that here um i also like the fact that he's able to climb mountains but i i will say that it's kind of cheating when you have platforms that you could climb <laughs> up and like you did with like uh breath of the wild where like link just climbed whatever he was virtually spider-man to some extent <laughs> if he had great stamina too he could climb up huge mountains um no matter where he was so you had that aspect as well but i did like the idea of how you improve your skills and you can easily do so inside missions uh for the most part if you don't if you don't uh pretty much enjoy the main story you could just go and quickly level up uh, as I was noticing on this as well, I really like the ability uh, to play the game in black and white, which looked awesome. Um, that option is really good. Remind me of uh, Seven Samurais, uh, the old black and white movie, Samurai movies. And that was when the game, like the game's bread and butter is the visuals. I mean, don't get it twisted. It, it, it pretty much is the um, the bread and butter of this game. And then second at is the um, the combat system. So from the footage that, I, uh, that I've seen, um, it's not much to do in, in the open world, though. Uh, the side missions did 
and I, it really didn't look uh, that much fun to me. And there was only so much that the person can do from that standpoint, unless like when you're just traveling to one place to another. So, eh, that was you know, it's not like when a Witcher three, like when you're going across, you're like, God, you're going through everything. Like you never know what you're walking into. You never know who you're going to meet, what you're going to uh, end up doing. And there's a side mission or you're rather going to be attacked. There's always something that's going to keep you interested on the road on the Witcher three. This one did not have that type of feel. It was like, you're just traveling from distance to distance and in between the miles of whatever you're riding with your horse, nothing is going on. So, uh, you would think that they would take some, you know, ideas from that game and really do something with it because i think that would have really benefited that they added so much more on that um now granted be just because i'm not feeling the game does not mean that the game era is not great or you won't have a great experience i just personally from what i saw was like i when i watched i literally watched over an hour of game footage of this and the whole entire time that i was watching I was like, nah, I'm just not engaged in this. I'm not into this. This is not my not deal. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. And it doesn't determine. As I said, many reviews gave it uh, some great scores. Um, IGN, Game, Form Game Informer, Game Radar had their scores up to 9.5, if I'm correct. Uh, GameSpot, on the other hand, felt underwhelmed and gave it a score of seven, which was the lowest score that I found uh, as far as reviews. Um, for me personally i feel like this would have uh this would be one of those games that i would play and i think pretentiously play because if i brought this game it would be because it's the hottest it's the hottest trendy thing but and other than that it was like okay i've I, and i've done it before where i've played games that everybody was hot on and i was like all right let me check this out see if i liked it and wound up like playing it playing it playing it and just never finished it because it just i just didn't get into it there's certain games i have done that before as well um but and i wind up not reviewing it as I, there are there are games that i was going to review on this show that i wound up not reviewing because it just wasn't fun sword art online i'm talking about you so <laughs> um Nah, it's just it, that's just what it is. I think that's another reason why I haven't played the Uncharted series yet either. Yes, I have not played not one Uncharted game yet. Not, actually, the funny thing is I might actually own it, but again, I'm not into the Indiana Jones adventure type thing. Now, granted, I do I did like um, Tomb Raider. I've always played Tomb Raider games. I played the original Tomb Raider game back in the PlayStation One and um take note i did that without a fantasy uh, i'm not a fantasy without a strategy guide and my god you needed a strategy guide for that game it was horrendous man i was the, the amount of cliffs i was falling at the time it it's still gratuitous when you watch that. and it's like only like what 32 bit uh graphics and that it it, it just looks awful <laughs> seeing laura croft just fall like that but no i did beat that game without a strategy guide and it was i desperately needed one at the time um i see you kids don't know what the hell strategy guys is back in the day we actually had booklets that we used to get from uh electronic boutique or GameStop or whatever like that that will you know that you read not watch you actually read that means you learned to read 
because there's not a lot of that going on these days but you actually read and they were so cool they were really cool and you got to learn some tips and tricks and then also there were probably some unlockable uh secrets in these uh strategy guides i don't understand why they don't do that anymore well everything's digital and we go to video now i get it but what i loved about strategy guys back then is that it's from the actual companies and they produced them and they would provide you know intricate information on how to beat certain games it was strategy guys were especially great for rpgs um rpgs like final fantasy 7 desperately needed because there was a lot for those who are not you know really into the uh jrpg you know or rpg games strategy guys were great for those um but I, I you know again i would i this is a game that i wouldn't invest in at all it thoroughly and i didn't want to waste any money on that at all um they say the game is only 50 hours but i'd rather not spend my money on a game that i feel like i'm not going to be heavily invested in that's just it but you know if you're out there i'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who are enjoying that game you know and uh more power too <laughs> i mean it it, it it looks here's the thing we'll see down the line where this game is going to lie like by the time the game awards come out to by uh, the time like a year from now will we actually remember this character will we remember this game there are certain games that were supposed to be the hottest game of the year but like down the line it's like they don't become iconic the game doesn't really hang with a lot of people i mean it'll be interesting to see how, how many i'm pretty sure this game is probably going to get a lot of sales in a sense but i'm looking forward to the follow-up to this like how do people well how will people uh remember the characters in the in a series like you know will they make it into the hall of fame of characters will we remember this um you know where you know is it is it, is this going to be main event level you know gaming or is this going to be like mid-card gaming you know we'll see we will see but uh you know to those who have it i'm sure you're enjoying it and um uh, definitely go check it out it's out this week so super nintendo online oh, i talked about this last week and that they were going to be releasing three new uh actual titles one was donkey kong country the original the other one was uh immortal and for wrestling fans natsumi championship wrestling um natsumi championship wrestling on, uh, on the nes which you can actually now play it on the uh online library if you're on that twenty dollars a year can't beat that uh i must note that this game was originally made for all japan pro wrestling so if you're a wrestling fan some of the characters are obvious if you uh if you're a hardcore fan like i am you will realize some of the character uh depictions uh but they become and they had to come to america they didn't have license to do it at the time for um, all japan and all japan wasn't doing anything with uh, an american audience only a hardcore niche you know group of fans like myself knew about all japan pro wrestling whereas the casual fans and all that stuff would know about wwf and uh wcw whatever so but for us hardcore fans you will see fictional characters in this game based on legends like giant baba uh Toshiaki Kawada the Kawada kicks man um I believe Mitsuhara Masawa is on here as well and uh, many more I think Doug Furness might be on this one uh because this was based on a the later version 
at that and then they ported it over to america and just gave it the name of natsumi championship wrestling but it was something it was an all japan pro wrestling game before that uh let me tell you this is not an easy game to pick up and play like you hoped it to be and in fact what makes it even worse is that you're coming butt mashing because you have no idea what the hell you're doing in there uh the one big negative about the online library uh, that Nintendo Super Nintendo has is that they don't have they do not provide screenshots of old manuals or even tell you how these games are played. You're just going in expecting to know exactly what to do. So what you're going to have to do is that you'll wind up uh, going into uh, going online to find like old you know FAQs and or walkthroughs, which I did. And you can find it on GameFAQs, which has been out forever. Like, I don't even know if anybody's still like submitting gay uh, like facts on air for video games. Like, I've, I've been watch, I've been looking at uh, GameFAQs for decades. Like, I'm, I'm I'm like what 43 now. I believe that was out when I was 20, and that's when the internet wasn't as powerful and strong and wide base as it was as it is today. Uh, and evolved and game facts was one of those things too um even before i had you had the internet this is how <laughs> we used to have people who would go to game stores and let people know that they would print out these papers for a fee like five dollars or something like that and go it i guess they would print it out at libraries or at home if they have a printer and then print out the faqs for all that and then we meet each other at a certain spot to pick it up and buy and, and buy it and you know now you don't have to do that because it's easy to find this online everybody has access to the internet now um so those were interesting times there i'll tell you um but with that said the game facts tutorial or walkthrough did help understand some of the gameplay uh control schemes but it uh it needed to be a good strategy guide uh and it was it did what it did the game has five uh options to play with three difficulty levels um warning easy mode is not that easy as as your computer uh the computer opponent does not give you any chance to breathe at all so you really got to jump on it the game uses like a, a fighting game hub uh, style where you have you and your opponent has an energy gauge that depletes the more uh, and the more that depletes the better chance you have to beat the game so there's your option there um, so you got to wear down your opponent there and then you can perform more devastating moves your control scheme consists of light medium and heavy holds um, and if you try to pull off a medium or heavy hold too early your opponent will get the best of you this is kind of reminiscent of fire pro wrestling uh, where you know, but however, it lacks the fluidity of their uh, of their combat system. So take note of that. It is nowhere near as fleshed out. And uh, granted, now even back then, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling's uh, you know wrestling uh, engine was still a little bit more fleshed out. And this one was just now it is trying to eat you alive. Uh, it, if you do get defeated, it automatically restarts the match over again. There is no you know getting out of it unless you completely opt out in of the uh, game of the entire game um, entirely or reset it entirely uh but you can't once you beat 
the certain opponent, you could definitely save it, uh, do that save spot that they do. And um, you can also rewind, too. I forgot they have that situation, too. If you mess up, you can rewind your game uh, back to where it's supposed to be. I think that's such a cool feature. Um, the game looks good for the times, but the gameplay could have been much better. This is why this is why I'm hoping that Retromania Wrestling will not be this hard to play. And after, when I had Mike Herman on the show, he claimed that it will be a pick up and play enjoyable game. Uh, so fingers crossed on that note. I remember when I went to one of the House of Hardcore shows uh, sometime last year and I met Mike for the first time uh, after we he's been on the show and I had a chance to play the game. I actually went to that show just to play that game and to meet mike uh so i paid like i think 60 bucks just to do that i didn't really care about the actual event itself but the event itself was good a lot of aew stars and other stars from impact and whatever was there but um i was clearly there because i was more excited to play that game and really get an understanding of what we're going to be against now when i played retromania wrestling at the time if you guys recall if you remember from back um that i mentioned this that it played really well but i was playing with a human opponent this time around we got to see how this plays with a ai uh cpu uh you know uh opponent so we'll see how that goes but he's promising it i'm crossing my fingers because we are in need of a good wrestling game here speaking of nintendo lego presents the nintendo entertainment system lego set Lego and Nintendo has once again worked together with some of the coolest concepts uh, for the for the franchise, including the uh, Super Mario build, which you can create like a board game uh, based on Super Mario Brothers. And it's awesome. But now they now they're really playing with power as the two teams, uh, you know, come together again with a nostalgic building set that has you making your own nintendo entertainment system and the full size the actual size of the nintendo entertainment system and exact dimensions that the original was um in and complete with super mario cartridge that you also create uh put together as well and built through legos and an old antenna tv with super mario playing on the screen which you also put together this may be the biggest and one of the best concept builds since the voltron concept which i have right across from me in my office right here <laughs> and this also may be very, a very hot seller for the holidays um i really really kind of do want this i wanted the um the nintendo classic just to put up in my uh shelf and i technically have it but it's a raspberry uh but no this is awesome i would love to build this and put it together and i have i already have a place for it uh, i believe the set is said to be about 250 but to me it is worth it if you are a gamer and more importantly a nintendo fan of old this is for you go i mean i can't wait to see this thing i hope i can get my hands on it sooner or later so definitely go out of your way to check see i mean if it comes out in the holiday it's going to be hard because you got that and then you have the playstation 5 which we're going to easily segue into right now um which is scheduled to come out in the holiday season and to be honest the real the reality is we are not far removed from COVID 19 and COVID 19 has is still affecting people 
to this day and there's still high amounts of unemployment so i don't know this this the this the money is going to be stretched so somebody is going to somebody during the holidays is going to get the the majority of um consumer uh assets here and i don't know who that's going to be is it going to be uh playstation is it going to be nintendo is it going to be xbox is it going to be steam i mean no, no it's not going to be steam it's definitely not going to be stadia so let's just let's just chill there but um it's going to be hard because we got a long way to november november is going to be a whole other thing due to the uh election uh there's going to be so much going on right now i don't whatever happens from now to then could easily affect the economy in a way that possibly somebody's going to benefit from it or nobody's going to benefit from it because of COVID 19. now there has been said that there you know there has been some um success in the research uh from for, for the uh, vaccine or whatnot and they moved up to other stages and they're going to be doing further testing uh, that's coming from fauci himself uh dr fauci himself but we'll see there's no guarantee so we're still going to have to hold off and wait um I believe this is the last bit of news i have and we're talking about playstation uh 5 according to the bloomberg report sony is looking to produce more than 10 million playstation 5 units to give fans a chance to have this during the holidays this not now as i say this this does not guarantee that everybody's going to get it at launch again as i mentioned due to COVID 19 people will more than likely have their console shipped and depending on what country you're uh it is coming from there may be delays especially you're coming from countries like in china trust me i've ordered things from china lately it's gonna it's taking forever to get here so yeesh, i i i feel bad i don't really think if if, if there's no vaccine which they're god it's not going to be a vaccine there's no way that they're going to open stores and i got a feeling things things are getting closed down already things are getting shut down again because the increase of uh cases that has come up um people are now getting more affected than ever because they are too impatient to wait this out and consequently things i don't think things are going to happen this way um i you know consequently we just we're not moving in the way that other countries are moving because we're we've become such an impatient country right now unfortunately so i, I really doubt that we're going to get those uberly long lines that we normally see in malls and if they do it's going to cause such chaos because of the you know the social distancing i i just see this happening and you see black friday alone is going to be it's going to be crazy i people are acting like it's black friday now with everything that's going on imagine when black friday comes i it's they're going to have to find another way to do this and it possibly the only way to do this is do it by mail and send it and I, that might not be the perfect reason either it's just so much right now the system is 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 screwed up it is no way to say it. it's no way the other way to say it it's really screwed up right now sony will also increase um the production of the new dual sense controllers as well moving them up to 10 million units as well to make sure that everybody has this controller which is going to be interesting jeff keely um who is the founder of the game awards actually is going to be uh he has a early 
uh, copy of that and is uh, look. His, I believe I don't think today he's going to show a demonstration of it and how it feels or whatever. So it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting to see. So, folks, that will do it for this segment. We're going to take a break, come back, and review Shinron Kagura uh, Burst Renewal. And we're going to find I'll tell you why I'm going to review this and why I'm reviewing this and where this is leading to. But we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! We are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of Senran Kagura Burst Renewal for the PlayStation 4. Senran Kagura is a longtime cult favorite action beat em up uh, game series created by Kenashiro uh, Takaki and published by Marvelous Entertainment, who you've seen uh, or played other games, just like the recently reviewed Daemon X uh, Machina, uh, the uh, Travis Strikes Back series. I believe they're going to be working on the No More Heroes uh, 3 game whenever the hell that comes out because it's just coming out in 2020, but I digress. Uh, it is also published by uh, Seed Games as well. Uh, this is a this is based on a world filled with well-endowed female anime characters who train secretly at an academy to become highly skilled ninjas. Uh, this etchy themed game series was first released in 2011 for the Nintendo 3DS under the name Senran Kagura Skirting Shadows and later a, as a director's cut under the uh, subtitle Burst. Marvelous USA publisher Ken Barry said, according to Wikipedia of course, uh, said that in 2013 that they were worried that this subject matter of uh, the game may not be embraced as heavily uh, as it is in Japan. Uh, as you guys may know or may not know, Japan has different genres of anime and manga. One of them being the ecchi uh, genre as well. But um, we are all, I have also been told recently that it has also been to, uh, considered fan service to some extent. So, um, that type of deal is for as far as anime is concerned is not something that all fans will admit up to or even acknowledge or even you know recognize to casual fans because there are some people who may see it and is coming off as a bit objective and uh sexist 
you can argue that there's absolutely an argument to that and there i'm surprised that there hasn't been any controversy uh due to the objective premise of this game uh fortunately for them the game has been uh, has received praise among some american fans and i I mean like when i say some it's like a minority uh niche cult based group of fans um but a sizable enough fans uh and uh overall in its totality uh not only for the obvious reasons but also because among the tna and sexism lies a bit of substance within this uh as it focuses on the character development and the simple fun gameplay that it provides so it the, the intriguing part about this game is that it's not just what you expect it's more than meets the eye with this game to some extent of course not all agree with the nature of the genre of the uh the game but for the most part the game has gained a cult following leading into multiple sequels, multiple game platform, multiple game platforms, including 3DS, uh, XL, uh, original 3DS and PlayStation Vita, as well as PlayStation 4 and Steam. Uh, not only was the game series popular in Japan and the US, but it also earned its own anime uh, OVA series uh, with two seasons, which you can find and on anime streaming networks like uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll, both in English and uh, Japanese dub. And now let me go on to say this, that when, when, when Japan creates a anime based on a video game, that easily tells you how popular the game series is and if they do it in japan is amazingly huge like back in the 90s because of games like street fighter and fatal fury um those games became so popular that they created anime for that and it was a huge deal on both sides of the world uh especially fatal fury and uh because fatal fury came out with different uh tv series and then it spawned into a major motion picture which is still masame obari is still one of one of the best video game movies of all time along with uh the original street fighter movie and so and then later on you got to see all these other popular titles get their own anime series uh sakura war sakura wars um or sakura wars um god man what else uh there's so many so many other titles uh Battle Arena to Shinden got their own game back then. And a lot of you don't even remember what that game is. If you own the PlayStation 1, you know what that game is. Um, but there's so many different games that have been so popular to spawn their own game title. Uh recently, Blaze Blue from uh I'm surprised Guilty Gear did not get an anime series yet. But Blaze Blue did. Devil May Cry also got a uh, anime series as well. So there are some popular game series out there that have earned the right. And the fact that this series earned an anime series really speaks volumes of the popularity of that genre and that game series in in, uh, in itself uh shinran kagura burst renewal is a complete remake of the original 3ds director's cut now with fully rendered 3d stages which is nothing new unfortunately because the uh, the stages first appeared on the ps vita and ps4 um game festival versus so that's when you first i believe that's the first time you've seen all these stages before so these stages are nothing new it's new to new gamers who've actually had who actually picked up and checked out this game but those stages are not new at all so uh a lot of it probably stems because this is the original 
you know, this is based on the original game. So the stage platforms that they already created should have been in the original anyway. So I, that I get. I understand that. But I'll talk more on that a little bit um, later. Um, there also is some newly added features, some gameplay, and much more on this. So we'll talk about that now. Uh, the game visuals are bright and beautiful and highly saturated colors, great lighting. Uh, really, really great, bright, bright, bright lighting. <laughs> and looks as close to an anime as you could possibly get even a, man- a color um, a manga in color uh, to some extent um, but that you can control in the you know, palm of your hands through a controller speaking of controls this is a like I said this is a very pick up and play game which is good and bad and I say that because I've been playing these games for quite some time since the 3ds uh, uh, days the combat system this combat system is the same as uh, this is literally the same uh, control scheme that gamers of the series, uh, gamers of the series, of fans of the series have grown to know with a little bit of advancements to it. Uh, there's your, you know, your normal formulaic uh, light attacks and heavy attacks, which you can use in combos uh, to style of, you know, attacks while you're fighting hordes and hordes of different enemies. Um, you also have your ability to dodge, block, and parry moves as well. Parry system's pretty cool if you get that right, too. Um, if you, I'll talk about that in a bit, but if you, ha- if you hold the uh, heavy attack button, it unleashes a signature attack that deals more damage to your enemies as well as break them apart uh giving you the uh chance to break free of hordes of enemies as well so you you know you have that option when you get beat down significantly your character's clothes begin to tear away and strip almost like a strip tease type of thing which exposes your bare skin and even stripping you completely out of your clothes if not careful however as you're hacking and slashing enemies, uh, whose all whose clothes also gets torn to shreds by you, uh, you build up your ninja art gauge, allowing you to set off a shinobi transformation, which has you turning into your ninja form, a la classic Sailor Moon uh, fashion, which also gives you the ability to perform more powerful combos uh, and more stylish combo attacks, as well as set off ninja art, uh, secret ninja arts. Uh, which are kind of like you, you kind of th- uh, consider those like uh, super moves on a fighting game. So it, it kind of has that element to it as well. Uh, Shinra Kagura is, has an RPG system. It's not that deep in a sense. It's, just, it's very uh, sim- simplistic in a sense compared to others um that allows you to become stronger and obtain better combos and attacks um both on the ground and the air one of the new installments to the battle system however is the guard and parry system which has enemies uh projecting a barrier uh a a visual barrier that you can see once you get near them uh and once you get to a certain point if time right you can set off a parry attack and if done successfully it actually parts a bunch of enemies away from you uh which is which is pretty awesome in a sense because it you know a lot of enemies do come at you and if you are at a higher difficulty level they'll tear you apart so you have to be really good at that there is some you know there is some formula to the game uh system it's it's not just about tna there is actually some substance of gameplay in here that does warrant some respect in this case the other new addition is the burst mode, which has uh, its own gauge, uh, which is below the other gauges that you have on a hub. 
And once you fill that gauge up, you can perform, uh, I'm sorry, you can perform what is called a burst finish, which uh, has you, basically the burst finish uh, comes with you doing a final attack. You can also use this during, but it's best to use this at the end of your battle when your uh, uh, enemy is, you know, depleted like almost damn near to uh depleted and once you use this it completely tears off all the clothes of your opponent and like completely to the point that like they have nothing and all you see is lights beaming in the particular parts of the body so they don't show total nudity but it's it's a uh it's a tease of it uh, as you uh, pretty much um so they have that situation there the other uh you know the other traditional um mode that you can do is frantic mode which is made that is made from you bursting out of your clothes from the get-go and once you do that it provides you with more power however there's a handicap to this and the handicap here is that you that although you are more powerful you also are more vulnerable as well because when you have the clothes the clothes pro uh, provide a layer of sh of protection and once you completely strip you're easier and more uh, you're much more easier to damage in there so you got to take that into consideration but it's like you have a full set you know of, you know a uh, pre uh setup outfit and then once you go into shinobi uh transformation it, you'll have another outfit that you wear so that provides another uh barrier of uh, the shield you in a, in a way but once you go into frantic mode you're pretty much just taking a risk of getting defeated from there so by now it has become repetitive in this case and that's the problem with this game because you've seen all this before we've been through this type of situation before uh in, in other games and there's no change to it and it's become I, I, I want to say redundant, but it's more just repetitive and the same old, same old. Um, I, that's, I, I felt like a little bit disappointed when I was playing this, but if they would have added some new weapons or revamped the battle system, this would have been a much better experience this time around, but it just felt like they just phoned it in and just gave us this original type of thing i think they could have done some really cool stuff with this this time around i don't know if it had anything to do with budgeting or whatever like that or timing restraints um this game's been out for quite a while since 2011 it's 2020 i've seen other franchises come and and add so much more to the core element of the uh assist of the engine and system so you know, the lack of new stages also was something that was a big letdown to me as well, as I mentioned. A lot of the stages that they use for the previous game that I mentioned has been brought back just with a whole HD type of look. Now, granted, the thing is, is that this is on the PlayStation 4. I had the last installment on the PlayStation Vita, which I still owned, and it just looks brighter and more colorful. But it actually looks exactly the same as it did on the PlayStation Vita, which speaks volumes about the PlayStation Vita uh, and why I'm still always pissed off that they didn't go anywhere with that game system because it was awesome. In, in hindsight, that game system was way better than the 3DS and because they had really cool looking games like this one that they were able to port in there with ease. Um, 
So I was I was a lot disappointed with the stage and the gameplay because it it was not that it's not a solid system or is it doesn't look visually good. Well, considering all that they they, they didn't utilize the complete power of the PlayStation 4. Let's just put it like that. When and this game could have easily looked just as good on a PlayStation 3 as well and look exactly the same. When you uh see games like, you know, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm which uh each game that you've played you have your core uh fighting uh battle system but there are also some different elements there's so much more you could do in this game they added so much more now granted down the line there is some extra things that you do but i've seen this and done this before when i, I just recently played it uh the Ult- ultimate ninja storm 4 and it's so much you could do in that game and i you know i'm only comparing the two because there is some similarities to the two core you know battle systems to this um one just a little bit more fast pace uh animation looks much better cutscenes looks much better they provided a lot and can i add that this thing was only in uh japanese dub and if any of you own funimation and has played this game before and know that the series is in funimation they have an english cast so i don't know why they didn't hire a, a English cast. This is not owned by Bandai Namco, so there's no excuse. I know, I understand Bandai Namco's case. I don't understand this. Uh, could they not afford the actual dub actors to play this role? Or I don't know. Maybe it's a contractual situation. Who knows? But I just know that they, this is another thing they could have added on because they never did it before in the other games. But if you watch Funimation, the streaming app there, they're there's a completely dubbed version on here. So, and the fact that that series, that series came out i think in 2017 and this game came out in 2018 there's absolutely no excuse so what's going on on that new but nonetheless while i did enjoy enjoy it 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 really it was so much more to this can you do it's not to say that it's not enjoyable at all um as far as the story mode much like most shinran kagura games they provide a lengthy story mode that builds uh on the character development and both characters from the Hanzo National Academy and the uh, Hebijo, uh, Hebijo Clandestine Girls Academy. So each academy has five characters uh, of ninjas and you're going to go through each storyline. You'll start with that. You can start w- with either or, but normally it's best to start with the Hanzo National Academy, which has the uh, the protagonist on there and then the antagonist, which is the uh, Hebijo or uh the habijo uh clandestine girls academy in there which uh you have different storylines for both and it all it all culminates into one situation so it's always best to start with hanzo and then go to the other school academy after that for i believe 41 missions on both so it is very lengthy does provide some good stuff there um the writing in this not the best in the world but yet it's not it, it is simple short and fun uh to read unlike other games like again sword art online that has you overwhelmed <laughs> uh with dialogue in the game which after a while just became such a bore this not so much you do tend to enjoy a lot of the dialogue and, and um story and the narrative that goes along um and this the story mode there are times there are times that it does drag in this game uh, when attempting to you know navigate through the narrative of the game and the storytelling of this game 
but at least they give you the option to skip because they kind of know that people want to just get to the action so it is a little bit forgiving on that and they do provide that uh as well on there so um where was i at to the story mode here uh while it drags however if you do enjoy reading they do provide an auto setting uh which allows you to just not have to button mash through just the dialogue throughout the whole entire times unlike certain other games that i love but hate that does that yes i'm thinking about dragon ball fighters uh story mode which is actually far better uh is a far better story mode than uh this game but yet doesn't have an autoplay option i still don't get that to this day they even gave that my hero academia um one's uh justice an uh auto option i don't get it i i really don't get it it's that's just despicable <laughs> still love that game a, a, a lot and each time you play through the stages you will earn uh in-game currency that will allow you to buy um from their shop now let's talk about the shops real quick the shops have a ton of content uh that you can unlock as well as dlc that you could purchase with real money as well uh the in-game shop items include risque themed uh clothes and some normal clothing as well uh that characters can wear in the story mode and in other modes as well uh you can opt out to have them wear it on the uh in the story mode but you can also you know allow them to wear it as well so it'll just be a good way of you know immersing all of that into the game experience um some some clothing like i said is normal and cool you know and then others i can see cardi b and Nicki minaj pull off very successfully let's just put it that way <laughs> you can also buy accessories uh picks that uh, picks in um in videos from the story mode uh music and medicine to help you level up more as well and then there's the library this mode provides detail uh, on your gameplay with uh, characters that you play the most. Uh, the library also holds all of the picks, videos, and music voices and scrolls that you obtain from the library and story mode as well. Uh, I want to—it's important to note that although uh, this game has a traditional etchy theme, uh, the game itself has diluted in terms of level of perverse content. Uh, that is mostly known for in previous games like and and um, trust me when i tell you there's some very perverse <laughs> stuff in the uh, previous games that like it's it, it's adult swim level and then uh, in some cases it may be like cinemax level or stars level whatever like that but it's it's like soft core at best um in previous and that's pretty much what etchy is the etchy genre is in a sense it's basically soft poor as opposed to hentai which is like full hardcore uh and i'll just put uh, you know just say to that um if you know if you don't know what hentai is look it up <laughs> you'll be highly interested or offended depending on who you are but that's like saying you should be offended by other you know outlets out there right now that has that's invested in that same nature um but i digress in previous games there were modes that allowed you to do things that will have people look at you like your name is harvey bill or kelly <laughs> that is the truth but it look and, and in those modes i usually i am not really a big fan of at all because it's just like all right do you have to go this far but i i have to understand this is a game from another culture with their own set of rules and how they do things so 
far be it for me to you know judge others or what they do moralistically i don't know they have their ways and ideology we have our ways and ideology i usually just skip out of those modes and because it does come off a little bit creepy <laughs> when doing so but i do often just focus on the story mode and the mission modes and all that stuff because there's some element there's some fun elements to that but it looks like this version this renewal of the game the developers seem to have opted out of you know doing those normal traditional uh modes which is probably mostly due to the me too movement here in america that has brought a lot of clear understanding that the fondling of females is something that will not be celebrated at all and i don't blame them at all for this instead they now have what is called diorama mode which has you creating different poses for each character as they take a group photo which is a little bit much more cleaner in comparison than the modes of the past so you know kudos to them for doing that i, I that i was like okay they're changing with the times that's awesome um because that may fly in japan but that is not gonna fly here in the states i can tell you that which brings me to the question of how this game even made it past the radar considering everything that's going on in here and you know one can say that this game could be considered offensive and sexist and uh objectifying women and such that you know it shouldn't see the light of day but one could also argue the same argument to real life celebrities like the previous mentioned cardi b Nicki minaj katy perry miley cyrus amber rose the kardashians and an enormous amount of social media models and cosplayers out there so if you're gonna go up against and try to target this game you're gonna have to target the whole entire generation and i doubt the idea of trying to debate the essence of this game will more than likely be tied up into a discussion of sexual censorship versus embracing sexuality and not body shaming at all trust me they've already had this ember rose will have these uh the slut parade or uh, whatever she does on you in a minute <laughs> okay uh so i don't know trust me when i tell you all of the star power out there embracing freedom of expression you will have a hard time fighting and winning this battle because now there there's a new a new perspective being laid out and you know games like this if done tastefully to some extent i mean you can't say you hate this but didn't watch any Nicki minaj videos or cardi b videos because they do virtually kind of exactly the same in this case so you know you would be far you would far you know become a hypocrite in, the, in that sense but the great thing about shinran kagura is that it begs you to look at look beyond uh that of the obvious to see its core success which is the fun loving personalities and enjoyable story uh, which I also give them credit for because the anime not only does the, a great job telling the story, but it also makes sense of some of the things that happens when playing the game, such as the barriers uh, that trap you in and the sections and the stage uh, and, and much more. So, and, and some of the other elements. Uh, first of all, by the way, if you haven't watched the series, I would recommend watching the series if, if you're into that type of genre but i mean if you're like fans of ninjas or fans of ecchi um 
there is something to like in this series, but also the narrator is just hilarious. Uh, and I mean the dub animator, uh, the uh, narrator at that. Just he is hilarious. I love him. He's been on a he's been he narrated for a lot of anime as well. Too. I forgot to I don't know the guy's name, but uh, he is he's just so great in it. But overall, Shinran Kagura Burst Renewal is a fun to play game but not for everybody especially if you are holier than thou and go strictly by the book this isn't this this game is not for you but it may not also be for folks who want a deeper gameplay experience either either which is something that this game could have benefited uh from uh instead of staying safe and taking minor steps to of uh to evolution of the series um the game also fell when it came to innovation uh as they only used the visual designs and stages from the ps vita playstation 3 game and ported it onto the remake uh and not just re like it's just a coat of paint over you know old it's it's like um refacing an old bathroom tile you know over the crappy tile that you have this is pretty much what they did uh kitchen savers if i remember correctly is the name of the company that does the refacing of the old crappy you know wall tile of wall that you have in your uh, bathroom with just a layer of something that's pretty much what it reminded me of with this game it's not to say that this game wasn't fun just it could have done better i mean if you are a fan of the original this will provide a little bit more in-depth look at the original game series, which is which is actually cool. But there's so much more that you they could have done with this, uh, you know, because there are a lot of remakes out there that have done a great job this year. I mean, a ton of remakes. I'm talking like, of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Trial of Mana, really great remake games and other remake games that have come out this could have done much more and i feel like they were just phoning it in or budgeting or whatever like that uh so you know the price of it to me isn't or not to mention the dlc that they are asking for it doesn't merit enough for you to say like i want to break if you're not going to charge me the same price for this as you did for um you know final fantasy 7 a trial of mana because i think they did a great job overhauling all of that um you know zelda 2 i'll give that remake also a phenomenal nod to that uh zelda link to the past pff, phenomenal you know stuff like that when you do a remake you you gotta overhaul it more you can't just sit on your loins your your laurels and just you know phone it in and that's what i thought that they did so i don't think that they gave fans too much justice here um this but however with that said this game uh if you look beyond the busty and curvy features of this game, there is a heart. There is some heart in, in the core of it. I truly believe that uh, Kinoshiro Takaki uh, had that in mind when making this game and the anime series as well and the manga as well. Uh, no, it does not have the depth of a series uh, in games like The Walking Dead, but one thing that they have in common is that there is a deeper hidden narrative that goes beyond that of what you see in front of you so if they continue to make another sequel to this series and i hope that they are that uh hopefully they will uh and hopefully for the switch as well that i hope that they go comp do a complete overhaul and give fans something new and fresh to enjoy so because of because this game really deserves it at the end of the day but as far as this game goes 
Uh, if I, as far as a grade, I'm going to give this a C plus. It is a very fun, playable game. I wouldn't play. Uh, I wouldn't pay full price for this. In a sense, I would let it go down in price or go on sale, because if you, especially mostly for those who have played all of the game series from that point, it's you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything different out of this game that you haven't played before and even with the few new little bit of bells and whistles that they added for this is malibu stacy with a hat <laughs> pretty much so that's all that they did that's pretty much what they did with this game so i give it a c plus it is a go but the reason why i actually you know mentioned this game as we end this episode is because this sunday on talk time live the prime show it is going to be geared towards a special episode, which I'm going to have a guest show on a show that I mentioned, Tokyo Rose, who will be just not only a uh, person that is on this show, but hopefully she will be doing a little bit more for Talk Time Live as going by. But she will be introduced on this show. Uh, she is from Japan, but also now lives in the West Coast. And I had a chance to talk with her. Because, you know, she is an anime fan and, of course, she is from Japan. So if anybody knows more about that, about the culture that we love so much, it will be her. So we get her perspective and we get to hear and talk about some of the things that we hear online and stuff like that. So this episode coming this Sunday is going to be entitled Anime Otaku Academia. And it was I tell you now, it's going to be a really great episode. You're going to love it. And we're going to talk about some of the things that people talk about online and many pretentiously uh fan-based you know um otaku stuff that they think that they know or think that they understand but they don't really know so we're going to get down and dirty with the uh fan base here and talk about what we do know and don't know about the uh world you know the dub versus sub we're going to talk about all of that um you know the etchy uh or fanfare you know genre as well i mean we're gonna get down to it cosplaying her thoughts on cosplaying in, in america and such so we're gonna get down to all that and much much more so stay tuned this sunday for that i guarantee you're gonna enjoy it so folks that will do it for this episode thank you so very much for checking us out and i want to say I, I gotta say this too because uh i didn't talk about this but down the line down the line uh prior to the end of this month i am gonna take another risk here I decided, I decided to do something I'm not a fan of in hopes that I can become a fan of. And that's two different genres and two different things I have. Uh, as an, and this is an anime game that, I, um, that is coming very soon on uh, many platforms. And that is Fairy Tale. The anime series now has a video game. And I decided to invest in this. I pre-ordered this um, for the play for the Nintendo Switch. And here's the thing: I've watched Fairy Tale, but I can never ever finish Fairy Tale. And I know a lot of people out there who they're fans of Fairy Tale, and there are other fans who have who like me who have not been able to get through certain episodes. I am hoping. My hopes is that two things: because the game that they're making based on the famed and popular anime series is an turn-based rpg game so if you know me and you've listened to the show before you know i'm not a fan of turn-based rpg games so here's the thing not completely 
Not completely. There's some games, there's rare game like Pokemon. There's only rare games that I will play in turn-based. Otherwise, I'm not really a fan of the series. I'm hoping this can kill the uh, two proverbial uh, birds with one stone. Um, so I am going to play this game in hopes that one, I will become more of a fan of the game series and two, that I will become a better RPG gamer or fan of it. I don't know if this is going to be able to successfully do one or the other or both. We'll see. But it's coming out at the end of the month. I will be reviewing that. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, Like I said, this Sunday, we're going to be doing the Anime Otaku Academia with Tokyo Rose. So, and God, wait until you find out where that name came from. So we'll be talking about all of that this Sunday, along with other news that is going on in our favorite fandom. There's some really interesting news that we're going to be talking about as well before we get to that segment. So stay tuned for all that. Of course, you can follow me and I need to keep doing this. You need to follow me on Instagram at Dexavier underscore Josiah. Uh, you can also check out the show on TalkTimeLive.com. Uh, you can also check out the exclusive interviews that I have on the exclusive page on there. Or you could type direct. You can go directly to that by typing TalkTimeLive.com forward slash exclusive. You will find majority of our interviews because I just got a few more interviews that I now have to add on there, including the Naruto uh, panel that I just did so that will be added on down the line as well but you can also see a lot of those interviews up to Matt Bozen uh, interview with way forward should be uh, down there too and I need to add that as well so you can check that out uh, also if you want to subscribe and download you can download on Spotify and subscribe there you can also go to iHeartRadio uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Stitcher Pocket Cast, Podbean, of course, shout out to all the uh, listeners there, and all Amazon devices. So we're anywhere and everywhere you want to be. And again, shout out to all the Podbean uh, listeners out there and um, who's been checking out the show. I got a really good uh, download numbers for the Kaneko Man uh, episode as well. So uh, awesome. Thank you so much. And let's keep it going and keep it growing as well. So Thank you all so much. That will do it for me. This is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and be safe. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.